Well, now, at this moment, I should be able to say to you that we have our daily outlook. But I'm afraid for the moment, the studio's not quite ready to bring you this programme. So until then, I'm going to indulge myself by having some honky-tonk music. So here we go, then. You can't beat a bit of honky-tonk. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. Oh, yeah. Hello there, honky-tonk. This is Steve Pank, and welcome to more of my Radio Nightmares. Mistakes, blunders, mishaps, cock-ups, brain fart. Call it what you like. Occasionally, things on the radio do go wrong. And a little bit of the honky-tonk train blues there, which you heard because I'm afraid we still aren't ready to bring you today's outlook. Not quite sure what's going on. I'm doing my best to find out. In the meantime, I'm afraid we're going to have to go on listening to some music. But when I say I'm afraid, I hope you're enjoying this particular sort of music, because now we've got some Stefan Grappelli coming up. Oh, God. Steve Banks. <laughs> Radio Nightmares. Wow. Right, again, I'm afraid, on BBC World Service from London... I can give you no more details as to why you're not hearing Outlook as the, at this time, as you should, because we still can't trace the, um, well, actually get hold of the programme for you, because it should be coming from Cardiff. And we, A, can't get in touch with Cardiff, and B, we don't know whether the programme has been pre-recorded, and we should have the whole thing on tape somewhere, and we're doing our very, very best to find out. Please bear with us, if you could, just for a few minutes more, uh, while we listen this time to some boogie-woogie from, um, I, where does it? It's the Boogie Moogie Man, isn't it? Yes, here it comes. Dolly Parton, here you come again. And for the next two and a half hours, it's going to be worth it. Actually, if you can, record the programme that's coming up for the next two and a half hours, because there's going to be some spectacular mistakes, I think. He's in this new place. What do you think, Jim? Are you going to manage it? Hello, Jim. Speak to me. Oh, that's easy. a very no, good start. No, nothing, <laughs> a very good no, start. Nothing to do with me, oh, Gov. Yes, I yeah. have to tell you, there's oh, a yeah. very embarrassed-looking gentleman next door <laughs> who has just put a plug in a hole. Oh, really? Everything was right leaving me. That's it. Uh, that's the uh, that's the, the, the mistake for today. That's Over. It. We got oh, that one out of the way, right. so that's all right. I should talk to you tomorrow. If you survive. If I survive. Right. Have See a nice then. one. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Society is urging GPs to take their patients' complaints of indigestion more seriously. And on the uh, line to me to talk to about it is Professor David Johnston, who is Professor of Surgery at Leeds General Infirmary. Hello, David. Hello, Jimmy. Um, why have GPs apparently failed to pick up this disease at its early stages, I wonder? I think that in the past... You've disappeared, David. Well... This is a, certainly an excellent studio we're in here this morning, I must say. Everything is working a treat, and David has disappeared. So I'll give him about five seconds to come back, and if he doesn't, we'll play a record, and then we will have a little bit more, or have a go at having a little bit more. Right, he is not back, so we hope we'll get him up again after we've heard this. Oh, why did nothing happen? I asked No, that's funny. I set that up just now, and it fell down. Ah, oh, well, never mind. I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's try this one. I expect every one of my crowd to make fun of my... Or a hammock. Get a hammock and tie either side of the trees. Just Ooh. tell the landscapers what you want. They'll come in, they'll do it all, and before you know it, brand new garden and money left to spend maybe for titting up, uh, titivating the rest of the house. <laughs> so what would you do with £100,000? Nine o'clock... <laughs> When we open the lights again. It's best to 
Ed Sheeran playing next time on Heart After Rachel Updates. On the road. Pace Radio Nightmares. You know, it's amazing how many radio presenters have fallen for this next one over the years. Somebody written in for a mention using a made-up name, but the presenter who's live on the radio and probably hasn't pre-read it just reads it out. What's that name again? Well, I see the stars, all right, and I want to reach up and grab one for you. It's from Mike Hunt to Emma Jackson who's in the circle trying to thank you Mike for that hope she does say yes on Monday Eric in Coventry says, Mr Graham, let the Greeks suffer. A few years ago, I bought some expensive sunglasses from a shop in Crete. They broke as soon as I left the shop. I complained, but all I got was thrown out of the shop by three assistants. However, on my last night, I superglued the locks of the shop door and had a poo in the doorway. Quality. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Oh, he's well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and i got to talk about a fucking dog dying. You are listening to Steve Pink's Radio Nightmares. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Penky. This is Jeff Lloyd, and my radio nightmare is from, I would say, around 2002 when I was doing the Drive Time show on Virgin Radio. And we had some sponsored competition on the programme to win a fantastic prize. It was a Mini Cooper. And it's not that often that you get to give away a, a prize as valuable as that on the radio, so it's quite exciting. You get lots of calls. It feels very high stakes. Now... The, the details of this are a little bit murky. I don't believe a tape of it is still in existence. And for reasons that will become apparent, I've blotted a lot of this out of my mind. But it was one of these guess a number type competitions. We'd had two callers on the air and, and whichever one guessed the, the closest number to the correct answer was going to win a mini. So say it was how many kilometres would you have to drive a mini to get to the moon. 
and I get the correct answer would be around 336,000. And, and what happened was one of the callers guessed 200 and something thousand. And the other caller guessed four hundred and something thousand, and it wasn't for somebody who isn't very mathematically minded. It it wasn't apparent right away which one was the winner. So I had a producer there with a calculator working it out while I just filled time chatting to the callers. You know, it's very tense. They've each made their guest and you're doing the whole who wants to be a millionaire type thing, ramping ramping up the uh, the anticipation. And I see my producer hold up a finger with just one finger, meaning caller one. Let's call him Dave has won the prize. So straight away I go, OK, online one, Dave, yours was the closest answer. Here's the correct answer. Congratulations. And the guy starts going mental. He's so happy that he's just won a mini. Meanwhile... I've got the other caller still faded up and I can hear a little sort of harumphing. I also then look over to my producer and his face has gone extremely pale and he he realises that he's maybe calculated slightly wrongly or got them the wrong way around or whatever whatever it was. And and this, this second caller is going, oh, excuse me, excuse me, I think my guess was closer. Now, in that moment, you're live on the air, probably the best thing to do is say, all right, we're going to play a song, we'll come back and we'll sort it out. But I, I didn't have the sense to do that. I just blurted out, you can both have a car! Yep. The uh, the people in the, the sales department who then had to go to Mini and say, can we have another car, please? We'll have to give you a big discount for all the money you've paid to do this big advertising competition. They, uh, they, they weren't very happy, but I, I did manage to um, endear myself to them by offering to, <laughs> offering to pay out of my wages in small increments every month, which, of course, they didn't take me up on, but I, I came out of it looking like a great guy. So that is my radio nightmare. The Californian cover girl suing Dodi Fayed wants a con- con- tr- 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 confidential meeting with Di. She wants to warn the princess against... Another ex-headlines. Oh. The papers are running with evidence the atrocities in Kosovo are worse than feared. And the Queen and Tony Blair are leading tributes to Cardinal Basil Hume because he's dead. It's, it's going to be sunny. <laughs> What, what's everyone laughing at? Mark Webster, you seem to be the centre of this one. Oh, God, no, I was trying to leave the room. <laughs> yeah, why? I don't know. It was, Ruth? I, nothing to do with dead cardinals. Right. Nothing. I finished. Have you done? <laughs> Gomez. It's 8.32. I've no idea why people are laughing. Bring it on. And because of Hurricane Earl, there is a wind warning in effect in the southeastern states all the way from Florida all the way right up to uh, up to uh, up somewhere north of that. I'm afraid I'm ad-libbing this because we had some computer problems before the news. Hello? 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 Hello, you're on the air. You are listening to Steve Hanks' Radio Nightmares. We'll have some fun. fun. Here's a fax from Cooter in Orlando who sends me a copy of a story that appeared in the Los Angeles Times. He says... A prestigious, uh, prestigious newspaper, not the oft-maligned weekly World News. Quoting the story. In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake, but I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. Eric Tomaszewski told the news doctors in the severe burns unit of Salt Lake City Hospital. 
Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky Farnham, had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously wrong. I pushed a, pushed a cardboard tube up his rectum and slipped Raggett, our gerbil, in, he explained. As usual, Kinky shouted out, Armageddon! My, my cue that he had had enough. I tried to retrieve Raggett, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, thinking the light might attract him. <laughs> At a hushed press conference, a hospital spokesman described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube, <laughs> igniting Mr. Tomachevsky's hair and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. <laughs> I'm again! I'm again! I'm again! <laughs> 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 Tomaszewski suffered second-degree burns and a broken nose from the impact of the gerbil. <laughs> While Furnham suffered first- and second-degree burns to his anus and lower intestinal tract. <laughs> I'm again! <laughs> oh! Uh, peered into the tube and struck a match, taking the light might make the gerbil come out. <laughs> so that's what felching is all about. <laughs> Armageddon! <laughs> Who says that? I didn't. Robert D. Raven on the John Bourne Billy Show. Oh, one of the greatest radio nightmares of all time. Absolutely brilliant. Right, that's it for this episode of Radio Nightmares. If you have any radio bloopers, do send them in. Uh, send your Radio Nightmare clips to radionightmares at gmail.com. That's radionightmares at gmail.com. And there's more next time. Steve Pank's Radio Nightmares. Well, here we go again. Further apologies, I'm afraid. And indeed, now, it is a very sincere apology that I'm afraid we won't have time to bring you Outlook today at this time because there's only about... Ooh, nine minutes left uh, in the scheduled allotted time for Outlook, and that really wouldn't be enough, even if we could get hold of the programme for you to give you a proper taste of the programme. Do very much apologise for this. If you can possibly listen at uh, one hours, by then, by Jove, we will have this Outlook edition from Cardiff for you somehow. How we get it? Well, I don't know. We're going to have to do quite a bit of searching, but we certainly will... So, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry, because I say I hope you're enjoying this music. We'll have to go on with some more jazz, OK? Here we go, then. <laughs>